Yeah, we just gonna wing it, but you gonna take it over because I don't have anything to say and I'm recording, bro. So give him an intro. It's on you. What we talk about? (laughs) We talk about pride, bro. We talk about pride. pride. We talking about pride. What's up, y'all? Episode eight. We talking about pride. Pride was on the list. That's a a list of topics that we had. But was it originally on the list? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Hold on. I'm gonna look at the list. Yeah, but like, so we were on Instagram. If you don't know, we go on Instagram live, or we're going to start going on Instagram live after every single podcast. I don't know if we're going to do it after this one, because it's already nine o'clock, but maybe we might hop on and see if anyone gets on. Um, but we were asking, you know, what do y'all want to talk about? And somebody had mentioned pride among a bunch of other great ideas, which we're going to get into. One of them, uh, biblical friendship. So we got to talk about that one as well. Absolutely. We were going to have our friend Terrence hop on the podcast for that mm. one to make it like a little uh podcast with the three of us mm-hmm. um you gotta take it bro i don't know what i'm saying i can't man, talk today nah, go ahead spit, and talk man. about pride go ahead do, do your thing bro you know about pride i <laughs> you got pride man <laughs> this your month bro. i don't got pride this your month oh, king. You, did you mean pride like that <laughs> i thought you meant pride like yeah i meant both pride Oh man, because I'm prepared to talk about pride. Like you talking about biblical pride bib- or pride like, like pride not month. pride like pride month. No, I wasn't. <laughs> well, you got it. You can talk about both. You know, <laughs> you live it. Don't we you? can talk about both. I think you would know. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I live pride month. Pride. All right, here we go, you guys. My confession. Tell him. He got delivered. <laughs> Bro, okay. Anyway, I'm not gay no more. <laughs> you can't. I am delivered. What did he say? Oh yeah, you remember that? I one? do. I know exactly. I what wonder what about. that dude's doing now. Right. I I wonder what he's doing now. But when you I, see some people that that, that get delivered, man. That's it's real. real. It's hundred million percent. Didn't real. you just send me a message of somebody that? Can you talk about that? Which one? The text message that you sent me of the dude who. Uh, you delivered. Was it at the movie theater? Oh yeah. And then he texted you. And yeah. He said that like his life has like Actually, been changed ever since then. Yeah, he texted me today too. I didn't text back yet. Bro, you gotta but tell. He, you got a lot of stories that you haven't told. I know. <laughs> you got tell Man, people. We we can get into it real quick. What is up, everybody? This dude. You gotta say what's up. You always trying to smooth. I'm trying to say what's up to the people. Let you know we appreciate you guys. Nick's smooth. still here. I know people wondering where he at. I'm adjust your adjust your people. They worried about you, man. I ain't undressing nothing. They worried about you. They want to make sure you're getting well. Attack, bro. Hey, pray for my hit. man. I'm getting hit. But we chilling. I know. I'm really just like, I want to take a little break. But I was just grinding, grinding, hustling, hustling. Mm-hmm. And now I can finally take a little bit of a break. And yeah, I mean, we're going to be back. Yeah, I've Amen. been studying Amen. a little bit. But I'm, I'm, we're going to be back. If you notice, I normally do take a break at the end of the month. And then in the beginning of the month, I post a lot. Mm. It's kind of like a cycle that I've been doing. If mm. you if you've been hip to it, but uh, you ain't hip to it because you don't even. I be watching this. You don't even be watching. No, I be watching. Lately, I've been watching. I've been watching this stuff bro. lately. Yeah, because you know I got a full time situation, man. I you know I gotta. That ain't no excuse, bro. Lay your life down. For my boy, man, I live a lifetime for the king, bro. <laughs> yeah, but no, I live a lifetime for you, bro. You my boy. <laughs> But we so this text so I was at work I had to go into man I got to go into the office now on Tuesdays I might switch that but I was at work and this dude uh, texted me so I was at I don't know if you guys seen that movie we did a little 
a little like recap, a little review for Nefarious, which was like a really good movie. But it was another Christian movie yeah. that I saw prior to Nefarious. Um, it was called Come Out in Jesus' Name. They had Isaiah Saldivar in there, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of the leaders of the, the deliverance movement, yeah. which that movement, by the way, should never have been like a, like a now it's a new thing. That's how it's always have been since mm-hmm. Jesus was casting out demons. So, amen. I, I love I love those those men of God over there. But I went to go see that movie with one of my friends. So, you know how I used to go to the the church we go to now, the main campus. Yeah. For years. Yeah. And then prior to COVID, I switched because I actually had a very deep like yearning or interest or just i get god was calling me to seeking some of this deliverance stuff like seeing the spiritual like more about spiritual attacks and demons and, and all that so mm-hmm. i that's when i started learning about you know getting hip to isaiah saldivar and I mean, i'm not even talking to mike and uh i saw he had a deliverance map in one of the churches called well i don't want to say the name of the church but went there and met this dude he was like yo Yada, yada, yada. Now years went by. He's like, hey, we got to go see this movie. We go to this movie and this young man, um, of course, you know, in the movie, initially when it first got played, they put a portion at the very end, like after the credits, I think, to allow people that want to stay and get prayed for and, you know, eventually get delivered. Because, you know, everyone can have demons, Christians included. When and, you say they put a portion at the end of the movie in the credits, yeah. inviting people to come pray for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other people? Yeah, yeah. So like you're what, in there watching the movie. Say? So you're in there watching the movie. I didn't see it because that was like the first wave when the movie first came out in theaters. And uh-huh. I guess it caused a lot of like, I don't know, like delays and, and all this stuff. I don't know. So now they cut that portion out. Uh-huh. But regardless of that being cut out, when I went with my friend and all that, we still did that. And I wasn't planning to or anything. I was just, you know, just there. But um, but yeah, no, to answer your question, at the end of the movie, there's a, I think it's after the credits. I don't know if Isaiah comes on or the main guy, I forget his name, that uh, was the pastor that, um, you know, kind of was like moving moving in that way. I don't know if they, one of them spoke, but they were like, hey, you know, you can recite this prayer. And I, I, for, I forget, but I guess they brought you through like a deliverance process right then and there. And mm-hmm. people were manifesting right then and there in their mm-hmm. seats. I think that's what the testimonies I've heard from some of my friends and stuff. What do you mean when you say manifesting? Like manifesting, like, like people are like demons are coming up out yeah. of them type of thing. Yeah, people screaming, shrieking, squirming, wh- whatever it it looks like. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, because demons, I you know, when they're getting casted out, they don't want to, and they're manifesting, showing like you know, it's manifesting, like yeah. you know, showing like some like evidence of demonic, I guess, possession, I guess, uh-huh. or oppression, and so. Um, you eating a marble cake, huh? Yeah, I mean a marble. Those cake. Those are really good. Man. Shout out to marble cake. Bro. Shout out to marble. Are you sponsored by marble cake? <laughs> <laughs> Go get you some marble cake, man. <laughs> All right, back to the program. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, fast forward. Now I go to a movie. You know, I go in there. I see a bunch of people I've like Christians that I've just known. You know, from the past and stuff. I'm like, man, that's crazy. So we go, and again, I have a job interview that next day. By the way, I haven't heard back about that job. But Is that cool. the Germany one? Yep. The overseas one. I still ain't heard nothing about that. Hurt my feelings. But honestly, I didn't really prepare like I should have for that one like I did for... Would that. you go to Germany? It depends. Now, 
Bro, it depends. This dude is talking tripping about me potentially moving to Arizona, but he's bro. talking about moving to Germany. Bro, because Arizona, you don't want to go there, bro. You want to stay here with me. What's wrong with Arizona? <laughs> it's not where I'm at. I'm in California. I'm selfish. You know what I'm saying? Pride. You want to get in that? <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, I'm not. You really think about moving to Arizona? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. You know, I believe you because this ain't the first time you mentioned this. Yeah. I'll let you finish your story and then I'll tell you why. You remember how I had that jo- uh, job offer for Arizona and I didn't take it? I think that I wasn't listening to the Lord. We can talk about that too. I listened You think up. he was telling you to take it? I think it? he was telling me to take it and I didn't listen because I, li- I went and got prayed for by elders and, you know, leaders in the church and all that stuff. And yeah. they all felt like God was saying no because I wasn't sure. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, if you don't have peace in it, you know, God's going to, you know, blah, blah, you know, you're supposed to have peace. Yeah. But you think Joseph. I mean, not Joseph. Jonah had peace when God told him to go to Nineveh. And that's the scripture that God brought me oh. to. So we can talk about that. Anyway, let me get back to this. I'm all over the place, bro. He ain't want to go Keep to Keep me Nineveh. grounded. Oh, and by the way, Nineveh, it was like Arizona. I was like, oh, God, what are you saying? I don't know. But regardless, either way, I don't think, you know, God's like, oh, you didn't listen to me. Like, you all right, know. Get, back, get back to the story, bro. Come on. All right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm going all over the place. I'm at the movies. We watched the whole clip. At the end, I'll have a job interview for that Germany one. I'm like, bro, I gotta go. He's like, oh, I want to stay, you know, because I want to, you know, help out people. Wait, decide. this is a friend that you went with? I went with, yeah, I went with a friend. This ain't the one. No, the one that says me, the one I delivered. He's not the friend I went with. Oh, I knew that was gonna happen. Oh man, man, we all over the place. Actually, I kind of like technical it. difficulties. I like it kind of dim. It's a little more, you know, it's nighttime, you know. You it's, like it that dark? I like it. Dim. You look good, but I. I'm too dark, bro. Uh, it's nah, you want me yeah. To turn it on? I'll turn it on. You keep Dang going live. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> so um, I'm like, all right, for sure. So he stays, and we're walking down to the bottom, like where the. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we're walking down to where, like, you know, you're closer to the screen. People are praying for people, right? They're laying hands, right? Bible says, you know, it's laying on the hands. You're laying hands. We're praying. And as I'm walking by, I see one lady who's actually a leader for like the church we go to for all the locations for this specific like ministry. And she saw me and we already spoke in the beginning, but she saw me. She quickly hurried me over. She's like, come here quick, quick, quick. And I was like, I thought she was like, it looked like she was scared or something. I don't think she was scared. I don't don't know. But I think it was more comfortable if a man were to pray for this other guy because it was this big dude. And she was like. Lay hands on him and, and pray for him to receive the Holy Spirit. Like Wait, receive. Let me pause real fast. Okay, pause. <laughs> All right, we back. Okay, <laughs> the light's good. Mm-hmm. So sorry for that interruption. We. So yeah, I go down to the guy. She's like, "Hey, pray for this dude to receive um, the Holy Spirit." Right. I think that's what she said first. And I'm like, it's crazy because, and again, the Bible says. I mean. This isn't kind of the same thing, but it kind of is. It says, always be ready to give an account for the joy you have living within you, right? You got to always just be ready. So when I was like spawned to like go and lay hands and pray for someone, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't, but you always got to be ready. You never know, right? I was like, oh my, let's do it. So this dude's right there. I'm laying hands on him. She leaves. I'm praying with him. And then my friend comes as well. Um, We're both laying hands, praying over him. And he starts to like kind of yell and scream and like manifest a little bit. And... I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, so I'm just rebuking spirits. I, f- I forget, you know, whatever comes to mind, rage, wrath, anything. And I'm just saying, like, be clean, you know, in Jesus' name. I, f- I forgot exactly. But anyway, 
I was as I'm praying, he goes down to his knees and he starts like crying a little bit. And eventually after more praying and stuff, he gets delivered, right? And this is the first time I've ever laid hands on someone and a demon got, or a evil spirit got. This is got the first ex- time you've ever done that before. First time I've ever done. That. I didn't know what to expect. What it's supposed to look like? Just I'm just laying hands and I'm just praying. I'm not. I'm just calling on the name of Jesus. You know, calling out certain things that come to mind by the Holy Spirit. But yeah. ultimately, I kept just pleading Jesus over him. And so you're talking about the text. So I, I was I was at work and I texted Nick about it. I was like, dang. And uh, where's the text? Bro, what is this text? I think I got it. Oh, it's right here. So he texted me. He was like, um, you know, so Elliot, what's up, brother? I was like, oh, what's up, man? It's been a while. And I said his name. And he's like, I'm glad you remember me, bro. I remember you saying I was the first person you cast the demons out of. But praise God, man, my life changed forever since that day. I Since that day, I got saved in the theater. We're going to have to make plans to catch up soon. And then I responded and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, dang. Like, Is he Christian? He's a Christian, yeah. Uh-huh. He's a Christian. So, um, and I know, you know, there's certain things he was struggling with. I, don't, I, don't even, I mean, I don't even say his name or anything, but mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, God literally will use anybody. Yeah. You know, like literally use anybody. So that that was a, the testimony that was really encouraging. But like, yeah, like I said, that movie was really eye-opening. The biggest thing um, that I got from that movie, if you haven't seen Come Out of Jesus' Name, was that main pastor when he he had this big church and he was scared of this little girl who started manifesting as she was as he was baptizing her mm-hmm. he literally was scared and didn't know what to do how to respond again always be ready you know whenever you want to you need to be a pastor be a leader yeah. and he was like i wasn't ready i didn't know what to do and i had to change that so he started looking into you know the demonic not the demonic like that but like as far as like releasing people from bondage and captivity yeah. because we, you know, Jesus came to set the captives free. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it was it was good. So, that was cool. Um, but yeah, that's a little testimony. Um, which, what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, bro? I mean, I was kind of skeptical of deliverance. Yeah. I think just because it's so dramatic looking on social media, and I don't know if it's because like these dudes be doing a bunch of crazy like edits and stuff like that trying to make the clip go viral Mm -hmm. but i i i kind of have always struggled with uh deliverance for that reason yeah um but i mean i don't doubt that it's real and that people actually are dealing with demonic spirits and and dark spirits and stuff like that yeah but i think it would be cool to see it like personally or even like be involved with one like one-on-one yeah um because i've always been kind of skeptical of it yeah but i think it's cool obviously there's fruit in in what you did because he literally texted you what he texted you right saying that you you know literally changed his life from that moment right you know i still haven't seen that movie either too okay gotcha yeah Yeah, no i i feel i also was very skeptical because i see a lot of the main things we see people falling out Mm -hmm. and and all this stuff which i'm like okay what what is going on but when i went to go see isaiah saldivar you know in person you know when i flew out there um i saw some things i'm like okay i don't I don't know if this is this is this is real like i think this is real i mean i seen this girl rolling on the floor like a dryer like she's in the dryer like put a towel in the dryer turn the dryer on she's rolling on the ground like that Bro. i'm like what like a dryer like a dryer and just yes just so it's stuff like that that i'm like 
But I saw it in person with my own eyes, though. They don't be paying people to do that? That's a good question. Okay, well, another, another, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not no, legit. No. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that is a response. I, I don't, true. And I'm not saying I'm the most researched person on it because I'm not, I'm totally right. ignorant, but right. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of it kind of looks like a show sometimes. Yeah, no, I definitely feel you. Well, here's another example. But that you were there, so you felt it. Yeah, I was there and I was like, this, and I, hold on, I think I got Snapchat videos of just me being there. I don't know what, I have to look and see what year I went. I think it might have been 2020, maybe 2021. But regardless, just this Monday at the healing rooms, mm-hmm. this guy came in. He, I remember. You gotta his, explain the healing rooms for people. They probably don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh man. Okay. Healing rooms. So I serve in my church in the healing rooms. What we do there is essentially just pray for people. We pray for a certain period of time. I remember actually I posted about this and someone was like, is this biblical? It 100% is the biblical. The healing rooms? Yeah. Is prayer biblical? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just biblical and just getting, hearing from the Holy Spirit. It, uh-huh. What we do is, so I'm actually one of the, the leaders there. I kind of lead the soaking portion. So that's where we're essentially taking an extended period of time, 30 minutes of prayer, repentance, being ready to go and perform and in, in the rooms. And that's just essentially confessing your sins, cleansing yourself. The Bible says you confess your sins. He's faithful and just to purify you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. So it's just to go in there like ready to have a you know, good conscience. Mm-hmm. And so... Anyway, we go in these rooms. People come in. It's kind of like a doctor's office. You go in. You tell them what you're there for. Sometimes you can put in what you're struggling with. If it's lust, if it's, you know, you have a divorce coming up. I'm talking about real examples that people come in saying, um, you know, drug abuse, um, whatever it is, you know, feeling alone. Some people don't say anything. And Mm -hmm. they just say, I just need to hear from God, something Mm -hmm. like that. They come into these rooms. Again, we've been praying beforehand we come before they come in we're praying for them before they come in we're praying for the room anointing the room we anoint ourselves with oil as well we pray over each other the people come in or a leader comes in brings in their folder we they come in put their folder on the table we lay hands on the folder or we just don't some people don't um and we just ask the holy spirit what do you want us to pray for what do you want us to tell your your son your daughter you want to let us know also in the folder if you're a believer, if you've been baptized, and if you received the Holy Spirit, mm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit, excuse mm-hmm. me. And so um, we don't know any of that, though. We lay hands on a folder. God will give us a vision or whatever. Again, here's another testimony. I showed you about that vision where me and the other guy had the same exact thing Yeah. about the essentially water, waterfall and stuff. Just yeah. this Monday, me and this one woman I was in there with had the same. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I had something that was literally to the T as this dude that I'm about to tell you about that had four demons in him. This was just this Monday. So, but let me finish telling you what we do. So yeah, we lay hands. God tells us whatever it is, just whatever it is. Like we don't know this person. We're just leaping and walking in faith. Mm-hmm. And then when we're done, we write down what we're going to say. Then we open a folder in case there's something specific that someone wants us to pray for. Sometimes they'll say, can you pray specifically for my mom or whatever? Yeah. Something like that. And then we'll just read that or whatever and say, okay, cool. Then they come in, we pray over them, we tell them what we do, and then we say, hey, um, I got a word for you or I got a vision for you. This is what I feel like the Holy Spirit, not feel like, this is what the Holy Spirit tells me. Does that mean anything to you? I've never heard anyone say no. So mm. It always means something. And the thing is, too, all our stuff is specific. Well, hold on. At least my stuff is specific. Some people maybe just say, you know, oh, I've heard holy, holy, holy or, or whatever. You know? but, but are you reading their folder first no. and then you're saying that I have a word for you? No. 
We, so we, you just basically walk up to them and just whatever the spirit guides and you tell them what the spirit is so impressing re- on you? So rewind. Remember, we lay hands uh-huh. and then we write down what we saw or what we heard. Yeah. And then we open a folder and then uh-huh. we'll just know to pray for them. But when they come in, we tell them, hey, we laid hands, then look at your folder. This is what I got before I even laid hand. Open your folder. Yeah. And so this Monday, for example, this guy came in. He's like 33. He looked, I mean, no offense to anybody, whatever, but he just looked ex- like ex- exponentially older. Yeah. He looked 60. Yeah. And he's been so just oppressed by these spirits. Yeah. He says, I opened these doors to these spirits. I know I did. Wow. I have four demons talking to me right now. Like they just keep talking to me. Wow. I struggle with drugs. You know, I open up these portals. I I had this sleep paralysis one time where I literally entered a portal. I mm. left my body, entered a portal, and I've been tormented ever since. And blah blah blah, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, for sure. But I saw some of that in his thing. This is literally just a few days ago. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm again, I'm kind of like, this is this is the most craziest person, not crazy, but craziest situation I've ever experienced. Yeah. In the room so far. Um, I said, okay, what again? I'm rest assured that whatever I got from God, that's just what I got. Mm-hmm. You know, I hey, that's what I got. When I laid hands on his folder, I saw like a an ocean and it was like a a clam that had a a pearl in it. I don't know if it was a clam or whatever. It had a pearl in it. And I saw Jesus go and just like a bunch of clams. He knew exactly which one didn't have a pearl or whatever. And he grabbed this pearl or this clam that had the pearl in it. Knew exactly. Shift through everything. Grabbed this one. It was, I think it resembled the guy that came. And he was just so smiling just to be with it. Like, it's like, this is how God sees you as a prized possession, right? Mm. So I said, it's just, it was this clam that had a pearl in it. Does that mean anything to you? He says, oh my gosh. When I had uh when I, I got tormented one night like so bad like so bad and then eventually this bright light came and i just had the most peace ever and for some reason i saw an oyster i i like i don't know what it is so i so when you say clam that it sound it re- reminded me of that moment when mm-hmm. i felt peace from the holy spirit after being tormented or whatever when i called on him or something like that wow. i was like oh for sure i don't know I, that's just what it was yeah again there's so many things like that where it's like is this biblical? Is this what? That's the spirit. Like yeah. you can't put God in a box. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think about scripture when Jesus was talking with Nicodemus, but I'll go into that later. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So that happened this this week. So, yeah, man. I I've been serving in that room for a while, and it's it's things like that that again, it just kind of edifies you knowing, and it kind of helps me to know when I'm hearing from like God, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I, I know I'm I'm hearing from God. Like I, I know it and I'm it's just getting more and more clearer. So it's like, you know, helping out the doubt and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, man, that that was uh well, you gonna leave us on a cliff we hanging off of my one finger. What else do I gotta say? What happened with the four demons? What you mean? Oh snap. You let me go back. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> So we had actually cause we're only <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, bro, these demons is just chilling. Oh what yeah, happened? I brought all this to say he didn't manifest nothing. Uh-huh. So that's why I brought this up. Man, thank you. You keep <laughs> bro, you keep me on track, bro. I appreciate you. Um he didn't manifest anything. It was super calm the whole time but as we're praying he's saying i'm hearing you know he says that he and again this is kind of like a okay for the you know people that believe angels are are you know they can like him like a 
Like a deity. Like angels are there. Like you ain't supposed to have nothing in your body except the Holy Spirit. There's uh-huh. no other oh, and no saying. spirits. Yeah. You know. So he was like, "Yeah, there was this one. You know, these demons are t- or I, I, these demons are tricking me to think like, oh, well, maybe they're actually nice." But also, you know, they tell me I need more faith. That's why I'm not, you know, being tormented, which I'm like, rebuke all that. He says there was this one angel who says that his name was Gabriel. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, it's a nice angel or whatever. I was like, no, you know, the Bible says the devil comes as an angel of light. So you can't be deceived by that. Mm. We cast all that out. Like only Holy Spirit. That's it. So as I'm talking to him, you know, he says he's he's never heard the Holy Spirit. I prayed for him to receive, you know, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's, there's no trick about it. You just pray, Holy Spirit, baptize him with your Holy Spirit. I mean, Jesus yeah. baptized him with your Holy That's it. You know, and you just pray for it and just believe. And so after that, though, he was saying he has his eyes closed and he says, I can see past my eyes because he's a seer, S-E-E-R. And he can, he says he sees demons, he sees angels, like all these things. He says, as I have my eyes are closed, I just, I seen doves like in the room. So I, I feel like, you know, there's peace here. I'm like, okay, for sure. Anyway, this dude also was like, I, I, I heard one way to tell, and, this, and I actually do this for myself. Mm-hmm. If a spirit or whatever is from God, the Bible says that no spirit of God can say that Jesus rose from, or Jesus came in the flesh. Right. Yeah. So test the spirits, right? Okay. Did Jesus come in the flesh? And he says he'll do, he said, oh, I actually have done that before. And yeah, th- most of the time it's no, this is a emphatic no. So that's how you know it's like demonic. Mm-hmm. But he'll say it, you know, in that room right there, and he'll hear a yes. He's like, I, I feel like I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit now and, and all sorts of stuff. So he still, I've noticed as well, he was clenching a lot. He has, his hands were bleeding a little bit. And he was like, I don't know if you can see my, he was like kind of doing like this a lot. Mm. And he struggled with rage with his family and stuff. And there's uh-huh. a whole bunch of stuff, but I think we needed more time with him. Yeah. And again, these rooms are only like, we're only supposed to be there for like 20 minutes max. Yeah. But we have another thing called a freedom session, which I, they keep wanting me to do it. I just, I don't feel called to do that for some reason. I don't feel like God's telling me to do that. Mm. But those are two hours long. Mm-hmm. So in those sessions, you can maybe go after each stronghold and all that stuff. So yeah. again, this is just a, another thing I, I've, you know, I kind of just walked into. I came in there from, you know, that one guy that I told you about. He just told me I should come do it, and mm-hmm. now in a short period of time, I'm I'm here, and everyone's gone. It's just me. Yeah. Would you consider that situation a deliverance, though? Um, I do think he got some freedom for sure. Uh-huh. He got some more peace because, again, the word I want to say, I want to say yeah, but as far as being delivered, we pray for him to be delivered yeah. from these demons, of course. Like I said, all these unclean spirits out in Jesus' name, like call them all out, whatever it is, like yeah. You don't gotta. I don't personally believe you have to say, like if you'd miss the you know rage or whatever, and lust was there, and you didn't say lust, then he stays. Like I'm blanket putting a blanket over all you guys, all you guys out in Jesus' name. Like the power of Jesus. I don't need to fight. I don't need to scream. I don't need whatever. Just get out in Jesus' name. Yeah. You know, and I'll do it over and over. You know, I'll keep repeating it. You know, I'll, I'll use the scripture. I use a lot of scripture in there. Um, but yeah, but I think he probably got delivered. But the thing is, you can leave those. You got to stay delivered you can't you can't leave these doors open yeah so if you are and again the, these evil spirits can come in through covenants you make with them right if you have unforgiveness that's a a covenant okay well i can use this if you have you know struggle with lust if you struggle with whatever anger wrath all that stuff you left these covenants and it's like they're there's legally allowed to come and come yeah. but then with the blood of jesus you sever those covenants you renounce them you say 
I, you know, repent, I confess, whatever, Jesus, you know, you know, release me from this covenant. That's, yeah. again, being captive to that. But you can make a covenant again, you know? Mm-hmm. Bob talks about returning back to your slop and stuff like a pig or whatever. So, yeah. so <clears throat> as far as him being delivered and stuff, I think he got some, but okay. I think he needs to probably go back in for like a full, like, you know, time and all that, which, you know, but yeah, man. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Speaking of, uh, I guess we're, man, we're going to talk about pride, but now we're talking about all this other stuff. We can come back to pride we at some point. Pride. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of talking to you. Anything you want to add? Well, I was going to ask you when you go, well, a couple things. Okay. So, you don't, so deliverance not necessarily doesn't have to be like, you know, like you said, a lady was like a washing machine or like a dryer or yeah. something on a ground. I don't it think doesn't it, has, it doesn't have no. to be that every single time. No, definitely not. That's just the, like a rare circumstances or just certain situations yeah. that happen, but it's not I, the my, the majority of deliverance I situations. Yeah, I personally don't think so. Uh-huh. You know, but I I don't know. Like from what I've seen, like, nah. Yeah. I mean, I think I personally get delivered when I just confess my sins to my God. Mm-hmm. Like that condemnation, there's no condemnation of those in Christ Jesus. But condemnation, I think that's, that's not, you know, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So why yeah. do I feel condemned? That's a lie. Lord, I confess my sins to you. Okay, I'm the, I don't feel condemned anymore. Like now it's, mm-hmm. it's something tangibly lifts. You know, I it, it could be as small as that, you know. Do you think we can deliver ourselves? So again, I'm not even like a full, like, I don't know everything, but yeah. I do personally think yes. Uh-huh. Um, I do think so. Because I seen... Oh, wait, hold on. What do you mean deliver yourselves? Like, without anybody, like, laying hands on you or something? Like, us praying for ourselves and delivering ourselves from mm, That's a good question. I, w- I want to say yeah, but I, I don't know. I know you don't have to probably be, like, if it was me and you on the phone, like, on FaceTime or something, mm-hmm. I can pray for you, and then I think you can get delivered through the phone. Like, I don't need to actually be present laying hands. Yeah. Because, of course, Jesus prayed for people to get healed, and they got healed, you know. That one guy came in, hey, heal my son. On the way back home, he was already healed. Like, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh... As far as praying for yourself, I actually do think, yeah, I think, yeah, but I don't, I mean, I don't know, but that's just what I think because I think, yeah, like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I pray for, I, and I pray for that all the time for myself. Yeah. Lord, if there's any unclean spirits in me, like deliver me from this, like help me to walk and cleanse, you know, walk cleanse and all that, you know, but you know, I'm so, I'm a novice when it comes to all this stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, I just, again, the whole purpose of these healing rooms is mainly just prayer. Yeah. It's laying hands on the folder, getting a word of knowledge or a vision, and it's just prayer. And then rarely it'll be like someone that has demons and they want deliverance. I always be like, okay, you got to go to this other segment of this ministry where it's a little longer and they specialize in that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we all need to be ready to do that. Yeah. Just like how I had to be ready to do it in a movie theater. I had to be ready to do it right there, you know? Yeah. And I'm, you know, I, everyone looks at me, you know, like, oh, yeah. Elliot, I'm like, oh. And I, bro, I was like, man, I think this is just, it's training, bro. It's training. Do you ever, so in the moment where you're talking about you prayed and you got the vision of the pearl and the clam. Mm-hmm. Do you ever fear that you're not going to hear from God in those moments? Mm. I, I, no, Uh I don't. Because again, you don't want to, if you don't hear anything, you can just say, I don't hear anything. Yeah. But I know that prior to even coming into church, I'm praying hours before Uh I'm praying on the right up there and I'm praying during our soaking portion. Uh And I know like 
I'm cleansed. So I know whatever comes, God's going to speak. God does not withhold anything from us. Like he wants to speak. So I know he's going to speak. And I know he wants to speak to this person. But if he chooses not to or not, okay, that's his prerogative. We don't have to say anything. But there's I've never been in how how long I've been there. But I've never been in a room where no one had anything. Yeah. Because people coming in to hear from God. And, but I, I don't fear about not hearing something, but to answer your question, I do sometimes fear if I heard something wrong, uh, but then I always go back to how can I hear something wrong when I know I've prayed to hear from the Holy Spirit? Yeah. I know I say, God, like, it's not me. It's you. I'm emptying of myself. Rid me of myself. I yeah. beg you to rid me of myself. Speak through me. Use me as a vessel, like for real. Like I'm. I mean, other people are praying over me and we're all praying over each other, laying hands over each other, anointing each other's oil. Like we can come in there bold in a sense that we're not, it's not us, mm-hmm. you know, it's all him. So yeah. um, I do though sometimes be like, oh my God, like for instance, the, the shell thing. I was like, I was definitely like, this is going to be weird. Yeah. But then also when I open his folder, I'm like, this dude is for real. He got real demons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm just going to lean on what I know God said. I lean on the facts. And that's what I always do with, with everything, with, even with my faith, right? I'm like, okay, I might have some doubts or whatever, but I'm leaning on the fact I know I've seen Jesus face to face. I lean on the fact I know I've experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, no matter what doubt. So the facts of what I know my faith is, I lean on that. I lean mm. on the fact I know God is good. I lean on the fact I know that he's, you know, he's loving. So, yeah, yeah. I guess that's my fear because I want to like get involved in that way, but I just feel like, man, mm. I'll get in a in a moment where I'm with somebody and I'll just freeze up and be like, nah, I don't know what to say. You'll or I'll f- say something yeah. random and they'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, but you'll only feel that way if you feel like it's it's you. It's I not you, you at all. I feel you. When you know it's like, it's not me, your your father is right there with you. This yeah. roaring lion right beside you. He, It's not you. So it's like, you're just there and it's like, it's like Jesus, right? He said, I'm only doing what the Father tells me. Like, I'm here, but you always point to the Father. You know, pointing to himself, being a son of man, too. But when we're there, it's like, I'm just here, and God is, I'm like a puppet. Like, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, not a puppet, you know, but. No, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, I don't worry about nothing. You know, I'm just, all I need to do is obey. So, if I hear something, whether if it sounds right or not, God knows my heart. He knows I truly felt like I was saying that, and he's not going to steer me wrong because he knows what I'm gonna do and or he's gonna you know over that here is something yeah. or not so yeah yeah but we that confidence has to be built in it of knowing it's weird because confidence of knowing that you're not relying on yourself i feel you you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm looking at it from the perspective of like i have to come up with yeah you know ideas of what this person's going through and you know mm-hmm. what they need and stuff like that but yeah but that's and that's what's point. so good about the folder thing because you literally can't. Yeah. You don't even open it. You don't know their name. You don't know if it's a male or female. You yeah. don't know how old they are. All you're doing is laying hands. God, what do you got? And it could be a mayor coming in. We had the mayor of our city come in, actually. Um, Jeez. Yeah, not for, not for the room, but during uh, on campus. And someone from our room prayed for the for the mayor. Uh-huh. But you don't know who's going to come. It's like, hey, pray. Yeah. It's, it's like that. How do they market it? Uh, the, like how do people rooms? know about the healing ministry? Bro, I have no idea. I really have no idea. We uh-huh. got people coming in like from this testimony that I could read. He's from someone in LA. Uh-huh. And actually specifically no, was, coming to that specifically location. Specifically coming to that location. I was trying to figure out how that works. Yeah. Actually this one was word of mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. I this, was, this one was word of mouth. Dang. 
<laughs> I <Yeah>. want <wanna> spit. <laughs> Day. But yeah, man. That's crazy. Little segment. But so since I blurred about that, you gotta you gotta talk you gotta lead this pride. I know you I gotta say, bro. You got stuff to say. I ain't prepared for pride, dog. Man. You said you got some points. Well, I got some points, you? so we can talk about the points then. I could feed off your points. I don't have anything to say, like off the top. I feel you. I don't know. I feel you. I've been in a funk, honestly. Oh, let's talk about that then. We about to I lay think hands it's just I think it's because I bro, I, I've been struggling just just temptation and just mm. lust and just mm. overall temptation from the enemy. Bro. And I think it's as I'm starting to gain whatever mm. type of you know following subscribers whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um i've noticed just a lot more attacks recently mm-hmm. and i'm doing my best to rid them mm-hmm. but it's kind of weighing on me i'm like man i'm all, it's mm-hmm. kind of like i guess it's almost working in a sense to where it's just like tiring me out yeah like having like defending against it is like tiring me out to where I'm like, bro, I don't even like, yeah. I can't even like think, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Dang. Like, I don't even know like what to say. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. even know what to say. Like, dang, bro. I feel you, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. Dang, That's bro. where I'm at. I could talk I on pride, but my, my mind is literally yeah. just blank right now. Man. Well, we, let's pray. Let's, 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 let's call on the Lord. Let's, let's we can pray. Lord. We can pray, right? We can pray. Yeah, we can call the Lord. Thanks for being vulnerable about that. I and bro, absolutely, you're probably getting attacked because of what you're doing against the enemy's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Look at what I mean. We talked about this before, like with Job, right? God Himself was like, Job is an upstanding man. God yeah. is saying that about Job. Yeah, he is on fire for the Lord. There's nothing he would do to you know, turn away from the Lord. Have you considered my servant Job? Mm. He, the devil himself was tormented and ruined this dude's life. Mm. Right. Because of the, I mean, part of it, because of the, because of who he is. Yeah. He's a man after God's own heart, essentially. Right. So the devil is going to try to attack you, of course, because of, you know, the responsibility you have that you've been trusted with because God trusts you. So those attacks are going to come, but God is bigger than any of those attacks. Yeah. Continue to be like, you know what? This ain't me. I got to lean on God. Any, every little thought you got to take captive and just be like, God, take this thought. Yeah. Everything. When it comes in, God, take it. It comes, take it, take it. Yeah. With everything. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah. Lord, take this thought. So That's we'll a pray. good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But I mean, it's to the point I'm not even like interested in like talking about. Mm. But from like a making video standpoint, yeah, I'm not even yeah. interested. Dang, like I that. see topics that are popping up, and I'm like, yeah, I could talk about that. Yeah, but I just I'm not interested in even talking about it. Like I don't even have the energy yeah. to come down, yeah, stairs and turn the camera on type Dang. of thing. I'm like, that's real. So what do, you, what do you what do you feel like God's saying with all that? Um, because it's stuff like like. You, I'll those, be honest. I need to pray more. Okay. Okay. I need to pray more. I haven't been praying that much. The devil's trying to get you isolated. He's trying to get you away. I haven't been praying that much. And I think that's kind of why I feel out of tune because mm-hmm. I get in, in these funks where I feel out of tune. Mm-hmm. And also like my consumption as well. The things that I'm allowing into my spirit, mm-hmm. like on social media, things that I'm, I'm seeing on social media, mm-hmm. 
those are starting to weigh on my spirit as well. I don't know why. I I just I be going down rabbit holes on YouTube. I just I'm bored, right? And I'll watch, for example, like police like pulling people over, right? Like yeah. there's like these police channels where they pull people they be like pulling people over. And then I'll watch one of those videos and like another one, another one, another one. It's like now I spent like two hours watching just straight negativity of like police pulling over criminals and like taking like I don't know. It's just I've I've been my consumption is off. I know that for a fact. And that's kind of weighing on my spirit. My prayers off. The devil is tempting me like crazy. Lust is creeping in like crazy. Mm. Look what we did to King David, bro. So that's what I'm feeling. So that's and that's a part of why I haven't been making any videos. Mm. Because I feel like, well, I could make a video, but I just I don't know if I necessarily have the energy to actually put my full effort into it. So why even like make it mm. if it's just gonna be like half, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. All those and all those things are you know, the consumption you're talking about, less of course, all these different ways or tactics I do believe that enemy tries to go at people. Mm-hmm. I mean, me as well. Like no nobody's out reproach. No one's not able to get hit. Mm-hmm. But it's those times that we just gotta be like, okay, now I'm here. I gotta run to the Lord. I gotta yeah. run for his covering. Lord protect me. Lord shield me. Lord, I I need you again. Cause you notice that you know you say you don't you don't have the like now it's like ah oh, I don't have the energy to do this. But you love to do this. So you know that's yeah. not you. You've been doing this before it was even this. Like you were yeah. just trying to like it is you. Why is it the devil is now trying to just take take something that God's blessing to turn you away? It's because he, you know, he's upset. You know, he he's mad. And the fact that your interest is or whatever, you know, it's now it's like depleting the energy source from it. Yeah. It's because the devil's got you taken away from the life source. Mm. Get back to the life source. Mm-hmm. That fire is going to be right there again. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's literally nothing. But we just got to, we know, let's just pray. We can just pray. We can just take this episode and just pray, bro. We got to talk about pride. We can, we can dabble in it. I'm just going to call on the Lord. Lord God, I just thank you so much for your love. I thank you for your unfailing love, your unrelenting love. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding. I thank you for reconciliation to come to you. I thank you for calling us your very own. I thank you for my brother, Nick. I thank you that you know every number of hair on his body. I thank you that you called him a royal priesthood. I thank you that he is your most prized possession. I thank you that you just want to sit with him. I thank you that your love is just nothing like anything in this world. That it's not a love that has to be earned. It's already been bought with your blood. There's nothing standing between us and you. I thank you that we can run to your throne of grace with boldness because of what you did. I thank you for this love, this love that's like nothing we've ever experienced. I ask you, Lord, to be our warrior, to be the commander of the Lord's army as you already are for my brother Nick. I ask you to lift him up. I ask you to strengthen him. I ask you to encourage him to be strong and very courageous. I ask you to give him the equipping and the, the leadership as you've done with, 
with many people in the Bible, with Joshua, with Moses, as they're under a spiritual attack, Lord God, you are our defender. I ask you, Lord, you just strengthen my brother. I rebuke any unclean spirits that are trying to tamper with him. I bind you up and cast you out in Jesus' name. The only spirit that has authority over that vessel is the spirit of the living God. I thank you, Lord, that as we repent of our sins and confess our sins, you're faithful and just to purify us. I thank you that you are a God that is never distant. You're a God that's closer than a brother. Actually, Lord, you just put a, a hedge of protection over my brother. I ask you to remind him to continue to, to hold his shield so we can withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. These darts of temptations, of lust, of, of consumption on, online, whatever distractions of police, whatever it is, all these distractions that are steering away from you. Continue to remind him of the other ways he's continued to feel his spirit with all this learning he's doing, with all the testimonies, the worship that he's consuming. Let him meditate on those things. Let him rebuke the, the lies and rest and settle on the truth of who you are. Protect my brother, Lord. Strengthen my brother, Lord. Strengthen me to be able to be a, a good friend for him, to lift him, his arms up as he's tired, to hold his arms up as your prophets did. Man, they actually did that during battle, Lord. During battle, as his arms were raised, they were winning the battle. Help me to lift up my brother's arms so he can continue to win this battle. He's already won the victory in you. Remind him of that truth. Cast out the lie of the enemy. I thank you for what you're doing in his life, Laura. I thank you for what you've already done and what he's barely scratched the surface of you've called him to be a mighty man of God and that is what he is I thank you for what he is I thank you for who he's become Lord I pray you to surround people around him including myself to continue to be prayer warriors for him to uplift him to fuel him with the truth of your word that he can just use to flush out the lies of the enemy. Holy Spirit, fill him up. Fill him with your joy, your peace, your long suffering. Fill him with all those fruits that you've allotted for him. Set him a new fire. Overflow him even now, Lord, in Jesus' name. From head to toe. Help him to be transformed by the renewing of his mind. To have the mind of Christ. The confidence in you. That he always has. The lies of the enemy we rebuke in Jesus' name. I love you, Lord. I thank you for this man. I pray you strengthen him. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Love you, bro.
Slow you too, bro. Stop looking at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> crying, bro. I ain't crying. You crying, bro. It's all right. I just watering up a little bit. Bro, I lay you to death. My contacts are just itchy and so. Damn, my boy going through it. I'm straight, bro. You more than conquerors, bro. You more than a conqueror. That's a fact. You more than a conqueror. That's a fact. Let me find that scripture, bro. I didn't know you was going through all that, bro. I was wondering, I was like, this boy don't even test me back no more, bro. This dude probably going through it. I think I have, I, I don't know. I go through it sometimes. Yeah. It we all go through it, it, bro. We all go through it. We all go through yeah, it. Yeah, we all go through it. We all go through it. But you got a, you got a, a battle that's probably not like, actually, I know it's got to be not like anyone else. You know? Anyone I know. I mean, it's probably other people going through it. Could I probably just say that there's mm-hmm. no temptation or, or nothing yeah. that's too hard you know yeah but as far as anyone i know i don't know anyone that has got to be dealing with the the spotlight of the enemy as as you are mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i don't think it's anything that would like be like ah like this is what it is and yeah. like you know what but my guy's bigger yeah because he is you know no i'm treating it like you know it's the opportunity to overcome you know the temptations that's how i'm treating absolutely but you know in overcoming it it's taking a lot of my energy Mm. away you know yeah so that's where it's just like i just feel depleted sometimes and i think that's on me to like i was saying i haven't been praying that much and i think that's on me to get Mm. back into a habit and a routine of prayer and you know sometimes i catch myself because I'll be telling people, you know, make sure you spend time with God and, you know, make sure you pray and, you know, mm-hmm. put him first and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even be doing that in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got to catch myself when I'm, you know, acting hypocritical in those moments mm-hmm. because I can feel it weighing on me mm-hmm. when I, when I'm not tapped in and when I'm not connected to God on that level. And I think that's Amen. why I tell people to make sure that they are tapped yeah. in. Cause I know what it this feels life, like. I know yeah. you know what it feels like to yeah. you know be out of tune and not tapped in as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, Damn, that's real, bro. That's what it is. That's real. That's I'm real. Feeling. And I feel bad too, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because I'm like, bro, I'm over here talking about all this, and bro. you know, these people watching videos and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, I'm over here struggling too. I'm trying to we overcome too. You we, know what I'm saying? Bro, every single body, everybody is gonna be struggling. Yeah. You are no that. different, bro. Don't don't condemn that. yourself like that. You're a man that. just like everyone else. And the fact that you still can encourage and all that, okay, hold on. I got to keep getting fed and filled myself. Mm-hmm. And you're just, the, the fact that you have that knowledge to do that and to see that and to want to correct that, that's even a blessing. Mm-hmm. All right. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things who will bring any charge against those whom god has chosen it is god who justifies who then is the one who condemns no one christ jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of god and is also interceding for us who shall separate us from the love of christ Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger of sword, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life 
neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our mm. Lord. That is the truth. Wow. Anything outside of that, we rebuke and we bind up in Jesus' name. Wow. Amen. Bro, my whole body is all got goosebumps. Even my back. I never get goosebumps on my back. Rebuke all that, bro. And bro, I, you know, we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it real. Like those, those are f- battles. I know everyone fights. I I fight as well. I mean, lust is definitely I have something I fight, mm-hmm. and I fight, and I and just like how you know we talk about this, and I've probably said this for years, like every thought I have, mm-hmm. I run to God, and I'm telling him, yeah. And that's and it makes it even worse because I know I've told him to tell me yeah. when I like God help me, like I tell him, bro, God is this thoughts happening, like help me, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, okay, and then it'll help, but then it'll just come back because it's like it's still there. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, it's still here, like help me, and then he'll be like, okay, okay, and then it's like, okay, I want you to re- help me before I even get to this portion or this point where it's like I have to make a decision, like, and he does that too, and and I was like, help me to notice those points. To help me to not get to this decision, to get to this point, help me to notice the ways out that you're giving me to. Yeah, and he does that, and it's it all just he's so like faithful. But even with that, again, we talked about on the last pod. I'm trying so hard, and again, not by works or nothing, just because we're both trying to love our Lord. Yeah, and and make him pleased because we love him. Yeah, we're always gonna fall. Yeah, it's just we're just we got this flesh that's dying. It has to die, mm-hmm. right? Adam, God said to Adam, you know, you eat this tree or this day, you're, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, and he died. If a day is like a thousand years, he died that day. He did die that day. He lived to be 900, I think, 70 years old or 930 years old. Yeah. So he died that day. We all have to do that same death as Adam because of what he did. No, I was kidding. We all got to die. And this is flesh yeah. is com- constantly tormenting you. This law of sin. Right, that you were wrestling with, as Paul talks about. This law of righteousness, this law of sin. Bro, everyone, and do not believe it for a doubt. Our head pastor, definitely probably dealing with it. Mm-hmm. All these, all, and that's why you see all these big pastors that fall. I mean, we, we yeah. talked about a couple episodes ago about the, was it the Hillsong guy or whatever? Yeah, Carl like, Lentz. Carl Lentz, like, you think the enemy went targeting him? Yeah. And I'm sure he loves the, I'm sure he does. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know? But we can't, we can't, I'm like, yo, he's a man. Mm-hmm. He's a man. We're not all without it. You know, myself included, you know, anger, you know, rat, whatever it is, unforgiveness, you know. And I, I think what's real and what I love about you is you keep it real. Like, we're not, we're not pretending mm-hmm. that, oh, I'm just this mighty man. Like, I'm not getting attacked. No, I'm getting attacked. And there's nothing wrong with getting attacked. I think actually a sign of getting attacked means you're kind of doing right in a way. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy is not going to, you know, if you're out here just living in the world, the enemy don't really got to attack you. The enemy don't really got to, you know, like, but you out here doing something for the Lord, that's where it's like, okay, hold on, the enemy's upset. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like manifestations when they're about to get casted out. It's like, you know, you don't, these demons don't do nothing, but now when they're on the way out, now they're upset. Yeah. I notice that I every time I get sleep paralysis, right, it's always when I'm, about to make a stride in my faith, I noticed. Like when I first became a strong believer, that's yeah. when I first started having sleep paralysis. All these tormenting things. 
But all those are just opportunities of great joy. Those are opportunities to be like, okay, God, looks like I'm about to grow in faith in you. Where are you at with this? Mm. The devil can't do nothing to you. I think one thing too is don't don't be hard on yourself, bro. Because I know you're like a perfectionist. You know you're you're like I, everything's gotta be right. Everything's gotta be good. Like everything is right. Everything is good. You're enough as it is. You just are. You're his most prized possession. That's what the scripture says. Well, I feel like there's some things I shouldn't be struggling with mm-hmm. at this stage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I feel like. Okay. I think that's why I'm hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Is because I feel like I shouldn't be struggling with these things that I've seemingly overcame. But now, like, I'm struggling with these things. And mm-hmm. it's, I feel like God's going to take away the blessings mm-hmm. because I'm struggling with these things. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I literally watched this video while you were going to go check if you had AirPods. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's literally talks about, oh, gosh, did it? it's probably not saved. Because you know how Instagram updates. Yeah. He pretty much talks about how God, I can summarize it. He says how God doesn't punish us, which I, I, I got to look to see if I even agree. But it just popped in my mind. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, God is not going to punish you. He already, this pastor was saying that he already paid the punishment on the cross mm-hmm. for everything. All there is that he does is chastise. You know, which is loving correction. Yeah. It's not like a punishment because punishment has already been dealt with. So, again, if you feel like you're gonna be punished, like God's taking away these things, where like, yeah, I don't. It's not a punish. It's not. It's not a punishment. God would never punish you. That's what this guy was saying, which I gotta like see and all that stuff, which I agree with, with in, to a certain degree. Like payment in full was done through Jesus. So, but and also you mentioned how like I feel like I shouldn't struggling with these things or whatever like wh- regardless of what you feel like should be or whatever mm-hmm. this is what it is if it if it what it is like oh this has this hasn't gone away yeah and again you you said you seemingly overcame you did overcome mm-hmm. but the enemy comes back mm-hmm. he comes with fiery darts he doesn't relent the Bible just says, resist the enemy he'll flee it doesn't mean he's gonna flee and then not come try to come back yeah because he knows what is gonna be able to tempt you whether if it's whatever it is I'm, i can use this okay maybe i can't use this right now let me try again in six months yeah the kiss he forgot kiss he doesn't have his guard up nope oh, hold on i gotta go hard because he's working hard for the kingdom now let me go hard in this new different way mm-hmm. and really hit him and then you he get hit and you fall I'm like oh i thought i overcame this no the dem- enemy just came again yeah i'm continually overcoming you oh i see it coming again you're never going to just be like, I don't think no one's ever just going to be, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But you, no one is ever not able to be tempted. Yeah. But the good news is there's no temptation. And again, we all know when temptations come, we know it's not of the, de- of the, of our God. Because the scripture says God cannot be tempted. He doesn't tempt no one. Mm-hmm. Temptation, when you see it comes, you just automatically can know it's from the enemy. He's always going to try to tempt us. And he's never going to stop. So you just get more aware of it and yeah. be able to defeat it more. But that's not to say they won't still come. And yeah. I don't think that's bad if you feel like they're still here. Why are they still here? Yeah, They're always going to come. There's people that are 90 years old that probably still get tempted. You think these elite, I mean, look at Carl Lentz, right? He's not 90 years old, but a seasoned, which I don't know much about him, but, you know, 
but head passers and all that stuff. They, yeah. I mean, what Ravi Zachariah, which you know, now everyone's like, oh, was he really a believer? So, you guys, like, I really think he is. Like, he just fell. Yeah. I mean, actually, no, I think he fell multiple times. So, never mind. Scratch all that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, you're always going to be tempted in yeah. a new way, different way, because the devil's never going to just stop. Mm-hmm. We just have to keep resisting him. It's a constant battle. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, 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 and powers of the air and all that. Just keep fighting, you know? Dang, and you'll just, you'll just be like, but you'll notice too, when I say keep fighting, like it's directed to you, it's not like you can fight though. You yeah. you can't. You can't defeat it. You have to let him fight for you. Yeah. You got to just stay in his presence. I was praying and one of the people on Instagram was like, you know, talk about certain things, whatever. One of the topics was, you know, how do you stay like, um, how do you like beat sin? Like how do you essentially kind of get rid of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I noticed and God told me, you'll the only way to defeat it is to constantly stay in me because when you're in my presence, you can't help but live righteous. righteous. Yeah. Once I'm out of it, that's the only way I can be attacked. Yeah. But if I'm in his presence, I'm good. We talked about a long time ago before even this podcast, before any of the other stuff we did. You ever notice when you leave church, you're just like in this, this posture of just like, I can't even think to sin. I can't even... Whatever. It's kind of like when you go to your mom's house, you just know you can't cuss or whatever. You just know. Like, yeah. this just turns off yeah. because you're in the presence. And not saying the presence is at church, but you just are conscious of his presence. You're communing. You're worshiping. You're fellowshipping. You're doing all the things that are putting you in his presence. Yeah. You can't sin. So God told me, like, you keep trying to, like, avoid these, like, things outside of me when you, you can't. You notice you keep falling. How about instead you just always focus on staying with me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, to your point, you're like, okay, I need to be praying more and blah, blah, blah go back and just pray more and just sit there and be like, God, I'm not leaving until I can rid this, whatever's going on, this being down on myself or not being in the mood or, or whatever it is. God, I'm in your presence. Strengthen me, equip me. Jesus went and prayed so many times by himself, went to an isolated place so he can pray. Cause he's like, I, I'm getting hit, you know? Wow. I don't know if I'm making any sense, bro. No, you're making sense. I don't know if I'm making sense, but you're making sense. Just be encouraged, bro. Mm-hmm. Be just ready. Like I said, you're more than conquerors. You've conquered so much, and you know it's because of God. Mm-hmm. God is not mad at you for whatever. He's not mad for anything that you feel in your mind, mm-hmm. the things you vocalized just now, even the stuff if you didn't. He's not mad about none of that. He's sitting there waiting, waiting right there on on the on the porch and he sees you over there and he's like let me take let me take that all who are burdened and heavy late and let me give you rest Mm -hmm. take on my yoke let me handle all that don't worry about nothing don't worry about tomorrow today has enough worries of its own don't overthink just just sit in my presence just be still let me come for you and then i'll tell you when you can move Okay, now we're good. I don't know. No, you spit. It's it's like we get frantic and stuff. Yeah. When we're outside of his presence, but things just tend to slow down when you're in his presence. Yeah. And just be like, you know what? Something's off. Maybe I need to just get back in his presence. I think that's what it is. 
Mm-hmm. I think you said it is just me focusing on Jesus as opposed to everything else. Mm-hmm. And even me feeling like I have to overcome these temptations on my own mm-hmm. and not realizing that Jesus is right there to help me overcome these temptations and that mm-hmm. there is a way out. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that has been lost in my memory as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's probably why I feel so like drained in it because I really do feel like I got to be perfect, especially Mm. now. Mm. I feel like I have to be at a higher standard. Mm. I think the same thing would go for you as well. Mm. Like I I feel that. I don't know if that's correct or not, if that's biblical or not, or if that's healthy Mm. or not. But that's just how I feel, just keeping it real. I feel that. And so when I do stumble, when I do fall, it actually has been impacting me more than times before Mm. because now I kind of feel like a fraud. Mm. Now I feel like I'm disingenuine. And I think that's kind of kept me away from wanting to create content while I'm in that headspace because I kind of feel like, Maybe I should just wait a second Mm. until I realign myself with God Mm. and then get back to it. Mm. And like I said, it it does come in cycles. It's like the beginning of the month, like I'm on point and then I kind of get tired just from making so many videos and then the enemy kind of creeps in. Mm. And then towards the end of the month, then it's like I'm just fighting off temptation Mm. until I build it back up and then it's built back up and then I, mm. it's the same cycle. Mm. So I, now I'm finding myself in a different type yeah. of cycle than I've ever experienced before. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I don't know. It's, I'm not trying to be super dramatic. Like, no, no. You know what I'm saying? People probably real. like people. And here's the thing. People like yourself. I forget what people say. I know, but I'm just saying like, yeah. you have a, a real job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just sit here trying to figure out, oh, what am I going to talk about on YouTube today? You know what I'm saying? But people actually have real jobs, real concerns, real things that they're going through. And I kind of feel bad. Like, bro, what are you complaining about? Bro, you are in my job. I'm not going head to head with the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're actually in the fights. Like, and we're all in the fight. But you are doing for your job a full on ministry. You're going to get hit differently. My job, I'm closing contracts and signing MFRs. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm not think. I mean, I'm always being an ambassador for Christ. Everyone has that. You have to do that. But I'm just saying, you're are you're literally like put yourself in a position of like pastors and stuff. Like how mm-hmm. how I've been saying, you know, the Bible does say, you know, I feel like I need to, you know, you were mentioning before. Yeah, too much is given, much is required. Absolutely, but yeah. it's but again, what's required is just how much you're clinging to Him. It's yeah. not your ability because. God will qualify your ability. You all this stuff that the talents you have and all that stuff has been freely given to you. Mm-hmm. God just has to be the one to access it and, and use them and move them in any way you can. But the only way he can use them and move them in the way he wants is when you're connected to him. And you've been operating and you can see from what's been happening in your life the past like in a short span of time, when you're connected to him, what God can do with what he's already given you. Mm. Because he's blessed that with you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't change. Yeah. about we talked about that before the gifts of God are out repentance he gave you these gifts or whatever and i think it's good that you want to be like no i need to make sure i'm connected to him 
when I'm putting out this stuff and not mm-hmm. doing it for any wrong reason. Because mm-hmm. I know your mission. I know what you call to do. I we prayed over your stuff. Like we know, I know what you want to do, and you want to do everything right. And if you feel like, oh, you're noticing, okay, I just, I just know I'm being honest. I want to get back close and and intimate with him, yeah, so I can access whatever he wants me to do. Because it's not me. It's not you at all. Yeah. You know? And I think it's good the moment that you feel like this is feeling like it's me, I'm not going to perform well. I'm not going to do well. Yeah. I can, what, I can have, I mean, we were, we were watching, we seen it earlier, just like, there's so many different kinds of podcasts we could have. Yeah. And it's like, to what purpose is any of this? Yeah. You're doing God's purpose. And you want to make sure, and I, again, you got to understand it's, it's all God doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's wrong that you want to make sure you're connected to God when you're doing his purpose. Yeah. Why is it that you see like rappers and all this stuff, they always got to be connected to smoking weed or whatever before they get in a booth. Yeah. Cause I got to get back connected to this source, this pharmacia, this, whatever it is, mm-hmm. my God, it's the same thing. Okay. Well, I got to make sure I'm connected with my God for you first. I got to stay prayed up. Okay. People probably feel like, Oh, I can't even get in the booth right when I'm not hitting this. Or I'm not even, you know, if I can't even, then I'm not even me. Because they're not connected to their God. Yeah. It's the same thing. But you're connected to the everlasting God. And you, and the thing is, he's always with you. And that's what's different than these other, than the worldly people. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Too much is give as much to require, but not required as far as like the end, the, the result things. It's the process part. Like your obedience. Mm-hmm. Continue to be like... I need you, like, you need to just always be obedient, like, be close to me. Like, that's yeah. what's required. Because you are you got this, like, it's not that, that I can't explain this right. It's not like the, let's say it's numbers, for example. It's not the much required, like, you need to keep doing five videos a week. Mm-hmm. Much required. No. It's much required, like, you need to just be really sitting next to me longer than you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got to get back and sit in some longer than the average person. Yeah. The average person will probably be in the presence of the Lord maybe one hour a day. Because of this responsibility I have, I got to be in the presence of the Lord five hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like you said before, like, hey, I'm, you know, other people got jobs and all that stuff. You know, I got, you know, I can just sit here intimately, bro. I'm not even joking. Take the entire day. Mm-hmm. Put on soaking music, put on worship, whatever you got to do, and just sit there. I'm telling you, I'm telling everyone on listening, he will speak and will not stop. Mm. Bro, I'm telling you, I've noticed, and I noticed, bro, fast. Mm. I accidentally fasted yesterday. Uh-huh. Or no, it was yesterday, Tuesday? When, Tuesday when I went to work. Yeah. I accidentally fasted. <laughs> I, was, I was just working so hard, and I'm like, I feel fine, but I'm fasting and then I'm noticing when I'm praying, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm hearing this dude, like, mm. in without a doubt. And I'm like, oh, I guess I did, you know, indirectly, fa- I don't know, but just fast. Maybe you need to just fast. And be like, take the whole day. I'm not eating nothing all day. I'm waking up. I'm drinking just water. I'm sitting here. I'm in this room. Turn off the lights, whatever it is. I'm just worshiping all day, nonstop. Yeah, you won't get tired over it because I know you won't because you love the Lord. I'm just sitting in the presence of the Lord. It's comforting. Cry, weep, whatever it is. Just do that. God, cleanse me, help me, strengthen me, all that stuff. Just do that. 
or whatever well, not all day it's whatever long it takes but yeah. something to jog you back into because you feel like oh i'm not i haven't been in the presence whatever to jog you back in the, in the presence sometimes it's got to be like radical like that and i think you have an opportunity to do so because you know god's blessed you to be able to do this for a living mm-hmm. you can do it i mean i know you have responsibilities and stuff too but i don't know but as far as much as required it's not like the qual quantity or like anything like that it's hey you really gotta just the moment you step away from me the devil's ready whereas yeah. other people he's like mm, i'll deal with him in like a couple of weeks let me deal with this bigger issue first you're the yeah. bigger issue mm-hmm. i'm waiting for you to get out of the presence of that creator of all things that's worthy of praise that sits on the throne forever and ever i'm waiting for you to get out of that presence wow. so i can quickly jump on you wow that's what he's doing. He's just, he's like a roaring lion seeking who he can destroy. I'm looking at Nick Jones. I ain't got my eyes off of him at all. The moment he falls over, I'm quick. Yeah. Pouncing. If it was, you know, whatever who has, like me, you know, oh, uh, this, you know, this dude. I'll give him to him later. I don't know. You know who knows? <laughs> I couldn't later. Or I'll send my little minions on him. But you got a freaking, you know, who knows? You probably got a what's a a captain or something or some leading demon ready to just get you deep yeah too much is given much is required you got bigger battles bigger eyes on you but again even with all the bigger stuff it's still not you it's so burden is light yoke is light he said that to everyone didn't say it just to the regular people it's to everyone it's to the president hey my yoke is light what yeah, my yoke is light. Take it. Mm-hmm. It's still a yoke, though. That's one thing I want to tell people, too. Like, his burden is light, light. His yoke is light. But he didn't say there was no yoke or no burden, though. It's just light. Yeah. But what's the lighter, what's the burden you have to do is surrender. It's hard to surrender. It's hard to want to be like, you know, I'm going to go and make myself sit there in the presence. Yeah. Even though I don't feel like it. Sometimes it gets hard to get there. Yeah. That's the yoke. But it's that's so much lighter than figuring out the next couple of weeks and all the other stuff and organizing and putting all the, the steps in order. He, you know, he orders your steps. All that stuff, I'll let him do all that. I'm just gonna walk in the moment right now. And right now, I need to get in the presence. Ah, I don't feel like it. I'd rather just sit here and lay on my bed and just scroll or something. Yeah. Nope. I'm gonna do that. It's a light burden, but it's still a burden. But you can do it. Mm-hmm. You've done it, and it's not wrong, bro. I've, I've been through. I be through those fun sometimes. It's it's gotten less, yeah. but I'd be a liar if I said that all that stuff don't happen to me. Yeah, condemnation and all that stuff. I'm like, I tell him, Lord, I feel condemned. You said there's no condemnation those in Christ Jesus. Let me let me meditate on your word instead of what I feel. You know, mm-hmm. <sighs> bro. I lay you to death, bro. Yeah, man, I love you, oh, too. you to death, I and bro. That. I'm telling you, bro, bro, you know Jesus loves you to death, mm-hmm. like literally to death. There's no condemnation of those in Christ Jesus. I was just listening to the maybe we can read this this prodigal son because I, I I texted you one day I was like Luke 12 is just hitting right now. Yeah, but the prodigal son was. I think it's probably after that. Um, let me see. Luke 15. 
I was listening to that. I want, I want I want people to really like. I mean, I'm doing a lot of talking this podcast. Bro, I said I really didn't have much to say. So <laughs> you, you I got you. Job. I got you. <laughs> the gonna, spirit flowing through you too, man. Man, I'm hoping, touching I'm hoping. me deep, man. I'm praying. I'm praying the Lord does that. Jesus said there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, "Father, give me my share of the estate." So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. This is an extreme example. After, you know, wild living, prostitution, blowing his money on the club, whatever it is. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of the of that country who sat him on who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, "How my how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out to go back to my father and say to him, "Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Hmm. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. This is you right now. I feel like, you know, I shouldn't be struggling with these things. Yeah. I feel like blah, 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 blah. What does God say? Quick. Doesn't even acknowledge anything you said, Nick. Quick. Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Hmm. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. He came near and near to the house, heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, what is going on? Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fat calf because, he has, because he, had, he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But this, but when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me. Look at the reward of just being with him. Yeah. And everything I have is yours. This, but we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and then is alive again. He was lost and is found. God is not even, this whole parable didn't even acknowledge anything this other son did. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. He's back in my presence. God is not mad at you. I just want you in my presence. I just want you in my presence. I want to hang out with you. I'm glad you're just back. Yeah. I'm glad you're just back. You're back reinstated as if you never left. Here you go your robe again. He's not going to take anything back from you. you. Let's go back. Lord, forgive me. Yeah. 
of course, there's consequences. I mean, the that son, he paid off, you know, he lost, he squandered his inheritance. That's You only get one inheritance. Yeah. But you're still his son. You're still his son. Yeah. And you haven't, I mean, you're, you're, you haven't done anything like this. You know, like, you're still here. It's it's a spiritual battle you're going through. Well, no, I, I do feel, I, I've struggled with feeling like God is mad at me. Mm-hmm. That's always been a struggle since I've become a Christian, though. Yeah. But I think ex- especially right now, because God has been blessing me so much, I almost see it as like, man, God has been blessing me so much that I'm not even like spending time with him like that. From my perspective, I'm like, he's got to be mad at me. No. You know what I'm saying? No. That's just the way my, my brain works sometimes. I know it's yeah, not the I, correct way of, of viewing the situation, but that's just kind of what I default to sometimes. I kind of get back to my old ways of thinking sometimes. Do you think, like, where do you think that comes from? That's, that's one thing people, like, do you think, have you always felt like if you did something wrong, you've always been met with quick, quickly with, I'm mad at you? Mm-hmm. Have you, like, dealt with that? And maybe it might be quick to like go back to that thought process i think i have yeah yeah i I think just like growing up and stuff yeah um from like my childhood and earlier years and throughout school and like sports and stuff like that yeah definitely yeah like i make a mistake and like someone's like on me about it i'm on it yeah yeah so that's kind of where i i i feel like you know if somebody's in authority Mm-hmm. And I look at God as being in control and being, you know, authoritative in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, if I mess up, then mm-hmm. he's going to be upset. Yeah. Especially when he's only just doing good things for me. And I'm still mm-hmm. over here, just like you said, squandering it away. You I feel squ- like, you know what I'm saying? That's, but that's not what you're doing. You yeah. ain't squandering it. And God's not, God's not upset. He's not putting out his wrath on you or anything like that mm-hmm. he dealt that all with jesus and he's only gonna part his wrath again in the end mm-hmm. for those who don't have jesus you have jesus you always have him he never left him he just being he's just a spiritual attack he's got sit in the presence he ain't squandering nothing he ain't squandering nothing but notice how the point of that parable, mm-hmm. he's right there. Yeah. As much as his son who did squander stuff, who did go off for days, years probably. Yeah. Thought this dude thought they thought he was lost. You know, he's lost. The son's lost. He's probably dead somewhere. Oh my gosh, there he is. Not mad about squandering half the estate, none of that. I'm just glad to have you back. That's on the extreme example. Mm-hmm. You're just right here. It's probably only been like a second in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, days like a thousand years, if that's how God's time is. That's what I'm going to say. Watch. You just, I mean, it's, I'm saying all these things, but there's things that only God can do. And, and he does stuff that's just pulls back the lies and, and the spiritual turmoil that you're dealing with. All from just being in his presence. Mm. It's crazy. It is crazy. But I feel you, bro. I feel like you don't ever really get like shook like that though. I I you probably feel like I don't. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. But 
one thing that I've I do is I'm, I'm like I said I'm always in this part like I always mm-hmm. I mess up don't get me wrong I mess up but every time I do I don't ever have a problem running to him like yeah. because I really believe that when I confess my sins he cleanses me mm-hmm. because that's what his word says despite what I feel even if I feel like I still am not cleansed or whatever yeah. I know I am because I confess and I and I meant it and it's not like a I'm checking a box. I literally come like, God, I have this thought, or I'm doubting you, or I'm really upset, or I'm on ten. Like that one time, I lost nine ski lift tickets, oh and I was, gosh. yeah, bro. I ain't never. I was mad. I was so, bro. I was so mad. This car wouldn't even turn, bro. I was like, go. Like I was like, I would. Bro, and then I went halfway to the base and I left my CAC, my little military ID, whatever. Yeah. Bro, I was on 40 on a scale of 10. <laughs> I was on 40. And I pu- I called out to God. I said, God, I run to God a lot. Yeah. And so it is not so t- by the time you notice anything, if there is anything to notice, I've already dealt it with it with God because as soon as it happens, it's almost instant that I run to God. It might not be, it's, it's for sure within five minutes yeah, or within the hour. Like I'm running to God and I'm like, God, cause I'm just so used to running back to him. I'm Mm -hmm. always, I'm the prodigal son. I'm the prodigal son. I'm always going, leaving and coming back. And I don't even, I'm so bad that I don't even notice I left sometimes. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm, I look, I literally bro. Like, there's sometimes I pray and I like see myself in the throne room and I see myself on my knees while he's on the throne. Yeah. And it's like one time it was so vivid that I was like, oh my gosh, oh, this is my first time here or something. And then I'm like, I don't ever want to leave this place. I don't ever want to leave this moment. And then I'll, he's like, well, I got to go to sleep. I got to whatever. And then now like I've noticed like when I want to get to that level of being in that presence again. And I'm like, I look up, I'm like, it's been forever since I've been this connected with you yeah because i haven't i haven't i haven't been in your presence yeah i've been kind of like you know fugazi with his presence like i'm kind of just lax a days ago whatever i haven't sat and got in your presence and it made it a reality that i'm in your presence Mm -hmm. so much faith that it's the reality that's like the from it's like the and it is real yeah but it's like it's a certain i don't know i can't explain it but I never, to answer your, your thing, I, it's, you might think I never am like that because, and you, bro, you know how wicked <laughs> mm-hmm. I can be. Mm-hmm. You've known my worldly state. You know my state even now. Something I do that are not how I should be. Mm-hmm. You know. Things I probably say off camera, I've said to you, around you, whatever. I mean, shoot, we was at, bro. You got me. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I don't even care. We was in church, and I said, "What I say?" Well, I guess they weren't that bad, but I felt like, "What am I doing?" I'm in church. Yeah. I said, because we were there talking about anxiety and stuff, and I was like, "Man, this dude's like laughing and stuff, and just people really dealing with this stuff, whatever." Like I'm interrupting and stuff. Yeah. But this one person, it was like doing that complaining, whining thing, like, oh, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, what if that's just how she, you know? What I'm like, why yeah. is it like? 
can we just come with authority? Like God is is our strength. He's not like, oh, yeah. like you know. I was like, and I said that to you, and you was like, bro, stop. <laughs> you remember? And I was like, ah, it, it, but that's <laughs> bad. Like let people, you know. Like I was like, it's, I don't know. That's let's be honest. And you got me on that. So. <laughs> And I was like, man, what am I doing? I should just stop. I need to just chill. Like, let the person pray how she prays. Yeah. You know, like, it's affecting someone. Like, yeah. just because I respond better to a, a authority, like, what, yeah. let, let, you know? So, you got me with that. And I, I was like, why am I talking about somebody? You know? What? You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you was like, bro, stop. And I was like, I f- but I never told you, but in that moment, I was like, oh. What am I doing? It was just a quick. Were you? Yeah, and I didn't I, what know I, you were like that. In I was, that moment. yeah, bro. I was like that, and what I do, I say, God forgive me. Yeah, it's dealt with. Yeah. So now I can move forward knowing it's dealt with because I really meant it. But so by the time it gets to you or whatever, I've dealt. I do. I'm always going back, telling on myself. Yeah. Always, I'm always telling on myself. But I don't tell. My, but the thing is, that's good. I need to get better because. I know it's good to, you know, confess your sins to one another. I feel like I interpret that though as like, okay, if I did something to you, I should confess, you know. But yeah. but even though, like, just in general, like, I do tell you, like, yo, man, I'm struggling with, well, whatever. Yeah. But I, I, bro, I tell myself to God, like, I can't even count how many times a day. Mm. So that's why it might seem like, oh, you don't deal with nothing, because yeah, I, I know, I cleansed it. For for your case, bro, just. I'm going back to God. Mm-hmm. God, give me, give me right, mm-hmm. and you don't. And this is between you and God. Every mm-hmm. time it happens, a thought comes. Take your captive. Take your thoughts captive. Hold mm-hmm. on, I think there's a verse about that actually. You talking about take every thought captive? Yeah. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Take every thought and make it obedient to Christ. <sighs> Bro. All right. So now, with that, I'm, I'm being the, the biblical friend. I'm going to stop bombarding you with scripture. I feel like I just can't with you, though, because you might do. But in just all, like, react, like, bro, I'll lay you to death, bro. Mm-hmm. And if you need anything, man, like, I understand, like, maybe if you feel... Like, oh, well, maybe I can't come. I can't pray. Or, you know, God's mad at me. Mm-hmm. We should, you know, I don't want to talk to him. Bro, call me then. Yeah. Like, I work from home. I mean, I, now I go in the office. But my phone's right here. Call me, bro. Like, and I'll pray with you. You know, if I'm going to pray for these people I don't even know, which I love to do, I'm going to pray for my best friend. Yeah. Especially knowing that you could use it. Yeah. Just call me like, bro, just pray for me. Anything specific, just whatever comes to mind. I'll call on the Holy Spirit and I'll let him reveal to me whatever he wants me to reveal. Mm-hmm. And I'll pray for you. I'll just sit with you. I'll go to lunch with you. I'll I'll just come over. I'll just take leave. I got I told you I got so much use to lose. I got mm-hmm. so much leave, bro. Like Yeah. I gotta just hang out with my boy. We about to just go chill. Get mm-hmm. get some you know, get some time away. You yeah. go hard in the beginning of the month. Now you're tired, you're a man, you know, you you're fatigued. You need to just like go on rest, go on vacation, just chill. We'll just go do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Like, outside of just actual Bible stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, you know it's going to eventually come. Yeah. But. It always goes back to that. Yeah, always go back to that. But you're a warrior, bro. And you and I know you're dealing with demons that are 
that more I mean they all hate us each and every one of us but yeah for someone that has blown to have this much notoriety and a short span of time and responsibility and all that the demons are kind of mad and but they still lost mm -hmm. they lose every time all the stuff that they try to do with you they lose immediately once you go back to the presence of god mm -hmm. they lose all over again and actually they lose even more it's even deeper because now you've grown more again consider opportunity is a great joy now yeah. you've grown to deeper depths of your faith yeah. i felt so low and down at one point when i was up here and i felt like i was expecting you know god expected this and blah 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 and i should be already you know overcame this temptation or whatever it is and you still come back to god and god brings you back like you just mm -hmm. grown so much more god can cover all that yeah no condemnation of those in christ jesus yeah there's always time as long as he ain't come back yet, there's always time for everybody. Mm. Bro, I was, man, I was reading something. I, I'm probably not going to be able to find it. The scripture? Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I think I know what it is. The master finds we. Bro, Luke 12. I, I tell you, Luke 12 is blowing my mind. Oh, yeah. Bro, I, w I was about to cry reading this. I was like, did I just read this right? Let me know if I'm reading this right. It's talking about being watchful, right? Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning. Like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. Just talking about, you know, when God comes back. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them waiting when he comes. Right here. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve. Will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. Mm. I did not. When I read this many times, I've never even got like that. Jesus is the one. When you have, when he has servants, we're his servants. Yeah. When we're waiting for him, he's gonna come and he said, "No, no, no, I'm serving you guys." Mm. What? And I think it's talking about the wedding supper of the Lamb, but I got to do more research about that. But I was just mm -hmm. blowing my mind. I'm like, you. And again, we talked about last time about washing your feet and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. you are gonna serve us when you find your servants ready to serve you. Yeah, it's man, blew my mind. This is your God, bro. But we gotta be ready to serve him though. Always ready. You always ready. Mm -hmm. ready. But that's talking about when he that's talking about the end times when he comes back. Mm -hmm. But he knows you, bro. Yeah, I pray that he does, bro. I know he does. And if you have any doubts of that, or if, I mean, I doubt that too. I pray that he does every time. Mm -hmm. And every time I have that doubt, I'm like, well, time for me to get back in the, in the if you don't know, I literally, if you don't know me before, you're going to know me now then. Yeah. Let's pray. We're going, he knows me now. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I, you know, he does know you, but just no condemnation. Just this day is, it's what, 11, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Get some rest. Call in the name of the Lord. Tomorrow mm -hmm. morning you wake up, I'm going to be praying for you 
sleep well and all that. Tomorrow when you wake up, you know what, this this day, Lord, all of it changes. Mm-hmm. All the thoughts I had said, I had, and all that stuff, that's all changing today. And I'm not leaving this presence. You know, break up, brush your TV, eat breakfast, take, you know, dog out, all that. I'm in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, speak to me. I'm not, I'm not leaving until I hear something. Mm-hmm. And sit there all day, or fast, if you need to. Whatever, whatever it is. But tomorrow, or right now, whenever you feel like it stops whenever you want it to stop mm-hmm. all those thoughts and, and all that stuff it stops whenever you want because you can go and be like you know what I'm going to go back in his presence mm-hmm. that's when it all stops outside of his presence it's never going to stop it's always going to be torment it's always going to be turmoil it's always going to be confusion it's always going to be doubt it's always going to be condemnation all that but it all stops in his presence it all starts because of his name. Because of what he says. He says, I say it stops. Father came in, prodigal son. I say, go kill the fattened calf. I say, we're going to celebrate. I say, go get his robe. I say, go get his ring. Mm. The accuser who constantly accusing us day and night. Oh, the brother, oh, he squandered your inheritance. I said, go get his robe. Mm-hmm. I ain't hear none of that. It all starts because of what I say. Daddy, I'm back. Bet. I'm glad you're back. I say we're good. Mm. Nothing because of what you did. You just love him and you just repent and confess. Father, I sinned against you and in heaven. That's what the son said. You can just go in there and be like, pray, God, I believe the lie about what you feel about me. Mm. I believe the lies of the enemy. I believe lies that I told myself. Rid me of these lies. Free me of this lie. Remind me of who you say I am. I confess my sins. Sins of doubt, lust, all the things you, you named. Mm-hmm. I confess all those to you. I confess this. I confess all that to you. Cleanse me of it. I can't cleanse myself. Lord, cleanse me. Please. Forgive me. I repent. What's the devil going to do with that? Hmm. You know what he says? Again, he says, if you confess your sins, it's faithful and it's just to purify your sins. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. His word would never return void. That's what he said. Oh, but that's not fair. Oh, but he, oh, but you gave him this big following. Oh, you, uh, I said, confess your sins. I will cleanse you. Wow. I said, no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Ah, uh, yep. That's what I said. He's, he's so good, bro. You talking about God? Yeah. Bro, and I'm telling you, I, if we even want to compare, which we can't, because even just one small sin is worthy of eternal separation, right? Yeah. But, bro, we can put our lives together. We can put my life and your life together, and we can just compare just the bad stuff in my life that you know of, things you probably don't even know of. 
Mm-hmm. I've probably been too embarrassed to even tell you, but I'll, I can tell you now. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. <laughs> God is cleansed. He says you're clean. The blood has washed you white as snow. Mm. Completely. But it's a good thing that you have this. Bro, I'm going to read you this. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to start running my mouth. There's this lyric to this song. He says, It's our song Blessing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll show you that song. I love it. He says, Hold on. Oh my gosh, where is it? Okay. Oh, wait, no. Is this it? Hold on, y'all. You say something. While I'm trying to look this up. <laughs> Are you speaking? You're speaking a lot of words to me, like mm-hmm. impactful stuff, you know. So I'm just letting it all kind of sink in, type of thing, you know. Amen. Not to turn this podcast into a therapy session. Nah, bro. <laughs> it's just. I mean, definitely nice, but we just. You my boy, bro. I don't even care yeah. about none of this podcast stuff. <laughs> All my boys good I'm straight He said blessed With your conviction when I sin mm. Blessed with the addiction to repent mm. Blessed with the desire to be righteous Wow I remember a time when I was nothing like this I remember when what I wanted was what I wanted No discipline or wise judgment That's when my God was my stomach Jeez. And it's pride before destruction, arrogance before you start crashing. Felt the repercussions turn from sin and start fasting. But that first part, bro, like it's a blessing that you have this conviction when you sin and yeah. your addiction to repent. I, I felt that addiction to repent. I'm always repenting. I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing. Look yeah. at Pharaoh. He didn't have that blessing. He has heart, soft, heart and heart. Your heart is so soft. You're like, oh, God, I'm not. I feel like I'm doing wrong for you. Like, blah blah. Bro, you you got it kind of wrong, but I see that you just want to be holy. Mm-hmm. You just want to. You want to be what I've called you to be. Mm-hmm. Blessed with the desire to be righteous. It's a lyric for the song called "Blessing." But you have a desire to be righteous. That's a blessing, bro. I have that same thing too, and I see that all over you, bro. And the thing is, if I can see that, bro, I know God can see that. Mm-hmm. God also sees things I can't see and all that. And it's, you know, but he knows you. Yeah. He knows that you have these thoughts and like, I just want to do right by you. I just want to do good by you. I just want to be righteous. I want to be holy because you're holy. Remember, let these all, all these truths of what God said, let that sink in. Yeah. Again, it all, again, it can all, it's all, it all stops right now. All those false thoughts, it all stops right now. 
It's done. Amen. It's done. I'm, Amen. I'm not believing this lie of the enemy no more. Today, right now. Amen. It's done. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I come, I repent. Here I am. Hands open, heart open. Here I am. Take me as I am. Let me, you know, recommit, whatever it is. He's right there, bro. Same thing in Luke. He says, you talk about how many times should my, you know, forgive my brother if he sins against me. He tells us to forgive over and over, even if he sins against you seven times in one day. Keep going. How many more times do you sin against God every day? He's always going to forgive us. Mm. He's going to... I don't believe any of, any of those doubts. Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, bro. Love you to death, bro. Yeah, love you too, man. Again, call me or whatever, bro. I ain't never too busy for my boy. Yeah. Another I will. Fact. I need to. I need. I need to get better at that. You know. Yeah. It's just. Oh, you you going through a lot. It's funny, bro. It's so funny because I've been I I felt that. I was like. This dude's probably been going through a lot. I'm like, this dude's probably going through a lot. Probably going through things I can't even imagine. But once again, I, I, I it's not, I don't want to make like a big deal, you know? Okay. Because I feel like people are actually going through like real problems. But I'm just over here like, oh, like. Bro, you're comparing again. This is a, you, this is a real problem. You feel like God's mad at you. That's a big problem. Mm-hmm. God, no, he's not punishing you. Nothing. We are, we ain't comparing no. I mean, I see what you're saying though. But no, this is what it is though. Mm-hmm. You are going through it. I mean, you can. You also, no one. You no. There's no comparison. Mm-hmm. There's no comparison. But I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But feeling like your creator of the universe is mad at you, I think that's a really big issue more than anything any problem that anyone can go through mm. let me go through any problem lose my job lose my worried about paying rent whatever it is mm. but let god be not let me know god i'll mm. handle all that let me feel distant from god that problem is bigger than anything the bible tells us to don't fear man who you know you know whatever but fear the one who can take your soul and ascend it into hell mm-hmm. you know we ain't worry about none of this stuff all this is a vapor so don't compare none of that stuff if you feel like oh god's mad like no that's a that's that's a big deal let's go back to the truth no he's not he's a loving god just waiting right here for you mm. try to cut you off though no you're good i was gonna say you want to end it right there because i think it's gonna overheat in a second oh snap yeah we can you want to pray you want me to pray? I could pray. Okay. God, thank you so much for my brother Elliot, for friendship, for brotherhood, for fellowship, and for just the love that you've placed inside of him. Thank you so much for the opportunity to get to know you, Lord. And thank you for your forgiveness, as Elliot was saying. Thank you for your patience and your grace that you extend to all of us, Lord. And I pray that you just continue to remind us of that unfailing love that you have for us, even in the moments where we forget it, Lord. 
And I pray that you continue to use Elliot in mighty ways as you're doing. And I pray that you continue to use everyone listening in the specific ways that you have laid out for them, Lord. We love you so much, Lord. You are the king of kings. There is no one above you. You are the ruler of this entire universe. Thank you so much. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. 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 Love y'all. Love y'all. Man, bro. Man. Man, I appreciate you being being real, bro. Appreciate you being real. Love y'all. If you listen this far, love y'all. Thank you. Um, love you too, bro. I said, I mean, Everybody put in there, love you, Nick. Love them for the love. Don't do that. Don't do that. for the love. You know, they love you. Bro, people been don't do that. worried about you and stuff. <laughs> like, they love you, man. We all love you. That's dope. We all love you. That's really dope. Amen. All right, y'all. All right. We out.